You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, May 4th. This is Aryeh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. With Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's mandate, the former governing coalition set to expire at midnight, there has been a flurry of political maneuvering on all sides. There are currently no signs that the Likud leader has succeeded in securing a parliamentary majority of 61 seats and could be headed to the opposition for the first time in 12 years. President Reuven Rivlin is said to be set to ask Yeshatid leader Yair Lapid to form a coalition who has the recommendations of 45 MKs from parties opposed to the prime minister. But Likud is moving to thwart Yeshatid's chances of forming a new government and ousting Netanyahu. This includes fast-tracking bills that would initiate direct elections for the prime minister and cancel the rotation agreement for Blue and White leader Benny Gantz to take over from Netanyahu. After announcing yesterday the establishment of a special probe into the Mount Meron disaster where 45 people were killed in a stampede, State Comptroller Netanyahu Engelman visited the site this morning. He declined to speak to reporters on the site, saying only that this was the first of a number of visits he intends to take. Coronavirus in Israel, 61 new cases of COVID-19 were confirmed yesterday out of some 38,000 tests with an infection rate of 0.2%. There are currently 93 people hospitalized in serious condition, 58 of them on ventilators. Since the outbreak of the coronavirus pandemic in Israel, 6,369 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. In the United States, the FDA is expected to give an emergency authorization for Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for kids aged 12 to 15 within a week. Pfizer announced trial results showing the shot had similar efficacy in children as young as 12 compared to adults with few side effects. Chairman of the Pediatric Department at Soroka Hospital, Dr. Dudi Greenberg, said that the infection among children was limited, but that the virus was still around. He told Khan that over 150 children had been confirmed infected over the past year, and they had been in serious condition. He said that they were waiting for the FDA approval before deciding whether or not to vaccinate children in Israel. The Jerusalem Post reports that foreigners in Israel will now be able to leave the country for short periods and return with a new online form provided by the Administration of Border Crossings, Population and Immigration. The form must be filled out online seven business days before the date of the flight. Applicants will need to provide a scan of their passport, residency permits and return permit, the report said. Security forces arrested a number of Arab men in the West Bank village of Akraba on suspicion of aiding the terrorists to open fire at Jewish youth at the Tapuach Junction on Sunday. The vehicle that the terrorists used was found yesterday evening, torched in the village, and the IDF confiscated parts of it. There is no change in the condition of Yehuda Gueta, the 19-year-old yeshiva student from Jerusalem who was wounded in the attack and remains in critical, life-endangering condition. Benaya Peretz, 19, of Beit Sha'an, is also in very serious condition. Both are being treated at the Bellinson Hospital in Petach Tikva. Meanwhile, clashes broke out last night in East Jerusalem's Sheikh Jarrah neighborhood over the protests surrounding the purchase of a home there by Jews. Dozens of demonstrators blocked roads and hurled stones and bottles at the police. Police detained two men. A Hamas spokesman has called for escalating the protest against the occupation, in their words, for aggression against the residents of East Jerusalem. 
Israel and Lebanon have resumed indirect maritime border talks with a U.S. mediator in the Lebanese border town of Nakura at the headquarters of the Unifil Peacekeepers. The resumption of the talks came nearly six months after they were paused and after a new U.S. administration has taken over. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's corruption trial for bribery, fraud and breach of trust charges resumed this morning at the Jerusalem District Court. Defense began its cross-examination of the key witness, former Walla CEO Ilan Yeshua. Yeshua, who had testified that the prime minister controlled content as part of a quid pro quo deal with its owners, was cross-examined today, and he cited one example that Walla removed a story about bereaved families because the Netanyahu family did not like it. A 31-year-old Israeli man visiting Baltimore, Maryland, in the United States for a cousin's wedding was shot to death. The man was identified as Ephraim Gordon and was killed on the doorsteps of a relative's home. The Baltimore police uh, chief said that the motive appeared to be an attempted robbery that turned fatal. Turning to the weather, it will be unseasonably warm with Sharav conditions in the hills and inner parts of the country. Temperatures will drop slightly tomorrow. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem 32, Tel Aviv 27, Haifa 27, Tzfat 29, Beersheba 35, and the Nilat going up to 41 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for a one-hour news program.